This episode is brought to you by Squarespace. Start building your website today at squarespace.com. Enter offer code REALSIMPLE at checkout to get 10% off. Squarespace, build it beautiful. And also buy Organifi. Organifi is green juice that's totally organic, vegan, gluten-free, dairy-free, and soy-free. You can get a risk-free 30-day trial of Organifi by going to OrganifiShop.com slash cooks and entering coupon code COOKS. Organifi ends with an I. It's OrganifiShop.com slash cooks. Hi, I'm Sarah Humphreys, the executive editor of Real Simple, a busy stepmother of two, and an amateur cook who loves to cook but has lots of questions. And I'm Sarah Karnasevich, the food editor of realsimple.com and a working mom who tries to give you all the answers. Welcome to Things Cooks Know, the weekly podcast where the professional cook, that's Sarah Kay, shares advice and secrets that the busy amateur cook, that's me, can use in her own kitchen with her own family. So I'm a little nervous about this one. We're tackling something that terrifies me. I came out, I didn't know this about you. Yeah, I actually have, I, yeah. I have to be honest with you. I don't think I've ever used it before. And if I see a recipe that calls for it, I just turn the page. Okay, so you have to tell everyone what you're talking it's about. It's the broiler. Okay. <laughs> it terrifies me. I, I feel like it's really hot. You have to put things really close to it. Mm-hmm. And I'm, so I'm worried that I'm going to burn myself or I'm worried that I'm going to put something underneath it, and in two seconds, the whole thing's going to go up in flames. And you're going to have to get that fire extinguisher yeah, and under I actually, your sink. I, and right. I do yeah. actually, when when the fire alarm goes off in the house, like, it actually really freaks me out. Like, I get, I don't like loud noises. <laughs> so I think that's actually what it comes down to. I'm scared. You're of, anticipating I the am. sirens. I am. Yeah. So I've never used my broiler. Okay. Well, you are you are really, like, just... Losing out on, like, a whole dimension of your the cooking possibilities in your kitchen. So I've heard. Here's the thing. I mean, I get it. A lot. You are, you are hardly alone here. Like, a lot of people feel this way. But I feel like the way you have to sort of, like, rearrange your way of thinking is that now you – We've talked about grilling on this show before. Yeah. So I know that you don't have this particular fear or aversion to no, the grill. No, I don't. I just then I then I play the, the sad the sad woman uh-huh. and I make my husband grill, okay. which is almost more because, embarrassing because than the, the because it's still like the open flame thing. I don't know. Yeah, I just feel like I have I've never touched it, and so why bother? Like I've got yeah. other things going on. But I do know that the broiler the broiler has similar characteristics to a grill. Yeah. Well, what I was going to say is that the the really cool thing about the broiler is that it's inside your house <laughs> and it's this really simple, accessible way to get this sort of direct heat source that mimics some of the effects that you get on food when you're grilling it. But you, like, don't have to go outside in the cold yeah. to do it. And uh, you don't have to, like, get the fire started or, you know, whatever. Like, that. if you're using a charcoal grill or anything like that, even with a gas grill, you don't have to trudge anywhere else. You've got it. It's already built into your oven. And it can do so many things. And really, 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 like, I'm the clumsiest person in the entire world. I've never set myself or anyone else uh, you are in my home on jigsaw yourself this is terrible stop saying that <laughs> i do keep two fire extinguishers under my sink but 
Have you actually, aside, have you set, ever, ever set anything on fire in your kitchen? I mean, what qualifies as a fire? Does it have to be like more than a certain size? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I've come home a couple times to my house and we're very lucky because our babysitter will make dinner on the nights that we have the kids. Super lucky. But I've come home a couple times and like been cleaning up after dinner and like been like, Find wow. ashes. <laughs> no, well, like this potholder's got like a oh, major yeah. hole in it. Or like this dish towel is like fully like burnt down to like oh. a square. Well, inch. if and you I'm, mean like singeing like that was kind def- of stuff, like I don't definitely. know. I feel like there definitely had been flames. But I haven't had to like extinguish something. You know, it hasn't it hasn't been like a. A, a roaring fire okay. or anything like that. Okay. No. But things have been singed, sure. <laughs> you know, and I definitely, like, I'm as scared of that as anyone. I, I have this scarring memory from when I was a child when I set my hair on fire for my oh, birthday no. cake. Oh, no. So, so it, like, for those of you, of you who don't know Sarah Kay, she has this beautiful, like, very curly hair. So, like, you can just only imagine this, It was like, very, very long. This halo of point. long, curly hair. Yeah, it went right in the candle. So, believe me, like, I have baggage coming to this, too. Okay. But okay. Well, let's take a break and have a word about our sponsor, and then let's get into what makes the broiler so great. Okay. So, I'm embarrassed to say I don't even have a website. I don't have a personal brand. <laughs> Someday, I probably will need one. I've managed to evade it long enough, but it is on the horizon. And when I do have that, I need a very easy tool to help me create a website because Lord knows I have no idea how to do it. Squarespace is the perfect platform to help me do this because it is clear and easy and beautiful and the site looks professionally designed regardless of skill level and there is no coding required. Excellent. If you want to try out Squarespace, you can get a free domain if you sign up for a year. Make sure to use the offer code REALSIMPLE to get 10% off your first purchase. Squarespace. Build it beautiful. Okay, we're back. I want you to convince me. Why should I turn that thing on, heat to broiler? Okay. One of the great things a broiler can do is basically act like a giant toaster. So, and we know this because we've talked about this before. Yes. When I told you that for a very long time, up until really about six months ago, I was rabidly anti-toaster. Yes. Oh, up until six months ago. Yeah, my mom sent me a toaster because we were having some party and we needed it. Okay. And it, it actually caused a lot of drama in my family, but now everyone else in my house is so attached to the toaster, I can't possibly get rid of it anymore. <laughs> but so I sound like a hypocrite because I've railed against you it. You really did. You had a major stake in the ground about toasters. Yeah. But anyway, we didn't have a toaster because we lived in New York and there's like no one has any room in their kitchen. And I just thought it was a totally superfluous appliance when you mm-hmm. have a broiler. When, for instance, if you have to make toast for a lot of people, you just spread the slices out on your baking sheet. You put it under the broiler. You check on them after a minute or so. You flip, you know, the up side that's facing up will get toasted. Then you flip them over, you toast that side, and there you go. You've got like 12 pieces of toast yeah, in one go. Yeah, that's pretty good. So it's really great for things like that when you want to batch things out in quantity or if you're having, you you know, you want to make a bunch of like crostini. Maybe you're having people over for a cocktail party and you slice up a baguette and you want to just toss a little oil on the bread and it's different from just like kind of putting the bread in the oven and letting it crisp up that way because because the direct flame of the broiler will not only toast all of the bread but then some parts of it will get kind of like that crispy edges or a little more yeah, brown. I would actually so I, I that is a very good point because I always put my 
I like to toast my bread in the oven with like yeah. a little olive oil and salt. But it always just kind of turns into like a big like pieces of rock hard baguette, right? Because right. I'm putting it in the middle in the middle on the middle rack at yeah. like 350, and that's just kind of drying it out more, right? And so a broiler more like mimics like if you were grilling yes, like a nice piece delicious. of bread with olive oil on it or something. Like okay, that. so that's a really easy thing you can do. Now you can also think about the other things that you make on the grill in the summer, like chicken. You know, it doesn't work so well for, like, big pieces of chicken because it will cook more unevenly. But smaller pieces, like wings or drumsticks or the kind of finger food chicken pieces, if you toss those with a little glaze, spread them out on a baking sheet, again, pop that onto the broiler, toss the chicken every few minutes to help it cook more evenly, you'll get that kind of crispy edges sort of caramelized pieces of the skin, that effect that you get when you cook something over the direct heat of the grill, but inside your house without having to do anything crazy or right. invest in any special equipment. Trudging outside, huge tongs, yeah. the whole thing. And all, it's fast. I mean, we're talking about, you know, having that ready in 20 minutes. Right. And that, you know, so so full disclosure, real simple, just finished, we just finished a story on the broiler. Yeah, it's a feature, right, in the, in the February, February issue. issue. It, it, and, it, and I, you know, I did edit this story, and I was there when the story was pitched, and I was like, you've got to be kidding me. I was like, we need a whole sidebar on, like, fire safety. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, but I think that one of the hooks that, that the, the food department, mm-hmm. when you guys pitched it, was the biggest hook for, for, at least for me, was the fact that it's so fast. It's super fast, yeah. It's, like... I think none of the recipes in the issue, and there's got to be like six or seven of them, right? Yep. At least I think none of them take more than 30 minutes. Yeah, 30 I mean, minutes and these max. are things like, you know, like a chicken thing like we just talked about. But, you know, you can do it with vegetables. Um, you can do it with fruit. Like you could in the summertime slice some peach, you know, have some peaches and toss them with some sugary syrup and put them under the broiler. And you get that kind of, you know, crispy caramelized edges and syrupy fruit, soft kind of that. What happens to fruit when you put it under high heat, you Mm -hmm. know, like you can do peaches on the grill. And then you take that out. Some of the juices are going to have gotten all over the pan. And you just kind of scoop that whole thing into a bowl and put that on top of ice cream. Yeah. And it's insane. Yeah. So if you think about all those things that you do so simply in the summertime on the grill, almost all of them can be replicated under the broiler. You can also do weeknight dinners. Totally. Which I was pretty shocked by, frankly. But we've talked about chicken a little bit. You can do kind of one-sheet dinners. Yes. The whole sort of sheet pan supper idea works really well under the broiler. So, you know, we talked about the chicken idea. And and in, if you want to make it more of a meal, you can toss in some veggies with the chicken on the pan. So some quartered onions, um, some sliced lemons or clementines. All of those things kind of get chopped together and spread on the baking sheet. So they're all going to be broiling at the same time. And then you kind of have your side dish and your chicken together. One tip that that we put in the story that I think is really important for someone like me especially mm-hmm is to keep your oven light on yes. when you're broiling so you can really watch it. Because that, like I told you, that's that's what freaks me out. Like putting it in there, coming back two sec- you know, two minutes later, and having like a complete cauldron 
totally. In my and, and, and no, this and is really ruined. worth saying that this is not a set it and forget it technique. Right. Which is okay because all of these things are so fast that it's not like you are standing there for an hour watching the stuff cook. When you're going to broil, you should be prepared to be attentive for the you know, 15 minutes that the active work is going on because you do want to to see what's happening and you're going to kind of want to improvise a little bit. If you see things getting a little too charred, you want to make sure that you're moving the stuff around the pan so that everything is kind of getting a chance to kind of get evenly cooked. Right, because that's another point is that it's not it depends on your oven, but there's a good chance that the that you're it's not equal heat coming down the across the entire. The heat is coming from one direction, okay, which is usually usually above. Yeah, so you want to make sure that every surface of the food gets an equal opportunity to come in contact with that. Okay, to sunbathe. Um, exactly, but so you know, we talked about chicken. You can do the same kind of thing with um, squash, like an acorn squash or a delicata squash. You know, mix it with a very simple dressing. Uh, I think we recommend like a combo of like kind of a spicy maple dressing with some sriracha and some olive oil and maple syrup. And then toss that with a sliced squash, maybe some herbs, some cilantro or some greens. Stick that under the broiler and you're just going to broil it stirring it every once in a while for like 10 minutes and you can finish it with a little bit more fresh herbs for some green and there you go you could have that with rice you could have that on the side of the chicken that you just made it can be the center of a meal or a side and it's got this really deep caramelized flavor that you created in 10 minutes right i mean i think i my rule i th- think that i would what i try to do is anything that i roast any vegetable that i roast right now i'm going to try to broil instead and i see think it's a really good th- thing some practice i need some do. practice so anyway so you can do the same thing with eggplant which basically just melts under the broiler and all you do is you take your eggplant you stab it with a fork you prick it all over you put it on your baking sheet you stick it under the broiler and you want to char it really so you want it to look pretty pretty blackened on all sides and then you're going to let it cool so you can touch it you don't want to scar your hands right and then you're going to scoop out the flesh and you're going to stir that with some tahini some lemon juice some chopped garlic you know a little bit of seasonings like salt and cumin and you have this smoky earthy eggplant dip that tastes like summer and you know you can make it now in february Can we end on my favorite recipe in this story? I really do want to try to make it. I want to make it when people come over for dinner, which is this incredible clam dish. Oh, yes. This is is so exciting and beautiful, right? It really is. It's so, like, stupid easy. So linguine with broiled garlic and clams. Now, I've done it in the summer before, put the clams on the grill. I should say when I did it in the summer... I, I, I guess I bought the wrong kind of clams. Uh-huh. I bought, like, I don't know what kind. They they weren't cherry stones. I guess they were very, sh- like, thin shells. Oh, like steamers. Yeah. So so we had this couple over for dinner, and this guy, Douglas, I don't know if I've mentioned him before on the show. He's, like, an incredible cook. Inc- incredible. 
And I just started dating my now husband, and I, and so I just like I was just meeting these guys, and they come over, and Douglas is like, "So what, what are you doing with these clams?" I was like, "Oh, <laughs> we're gonna put them on the grill. I've got this great gonna garlic kind of sauce I'm gonna put on top." He's like, "Yeah, you can't put those on the grill." He just completely took over. He <laughs> shut you down. Yeah, he, yeah, I was shut down. Like I was literally like sitting in the corner with a glass of wine, <laughs> shut down. Anyway, I was very excited about the idea of doing them under the broiler now with the right kind of clam. Yes. Because you need like a hard shell. You need like a a little neck clam. Yeah. Really, uh, which are the smaller hard shelled clams. Yep. Okay. The steamers, like you were talking about, are the thin shelled sort of, you can break the shell with your clam. And they're sort of more oval shaped. Yeah. 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 Stay away from those. Those are good for, you know, steaming and dipping in butter. Right. Really good. Yeah. Yeah. Done that. Not so much for grilling. Yeah. Okay, so you can do this under the broiler. So basically, you're kind of boiling your, you know, you're you're, you're making your pasta in a pasta. Yeah, you pot. make the pasta is separate, right. but then it's really the clam sauce that you're making under the broiler. And you take your baking sheet, you put, you're sort of making the sauce in the pan too. So some olive oil, some white wine, some water. You're gonna crush up some garlic cloves. You're gonna throw some crushed red pepper in there, a little salt and pepper, and you're gonna put that all. In a baking dish. So you want, because you're using kind of more liquid, mm-hmm. a regular baking sheet's not going to do it. But just if you think about a pan that you would make brownies or something in, like a 9 by 13 pan or a roasting pan, you throw that all under the broiler and you you let it go for a couple minutes. You basically are softening up the garlic, letting the flavors all come out. Then you pull that out of the the oven, you throw the clams in there, you put it all back together, you let it broil on, and you're watching it until the clams start to open. And they will. They should all open. If they don't open after about six minutes, this is going to take four to six minutes. The clams don't open. Those are not the clams you want to eat. But most of them should open. And then you just kind of toss it all together. You've got your clams and your sauce, and it's all in that baking dish. You're cooking your pasta, your linguine, your spaghetti, whatever, separately. When it's done, you drain the pasta, you put it back in the pot, you toss in a little butter, a little parsley, maybe a a little bit of Parmesan if that's your thing. And then you take the clams and their juices from that pan and you dump the whole thing into the pasta. Clamshells included, by the way. You're not taking the clams out. Toss it all together. Yeah, people can take out the right. shells as they eat it. And, you know, they're not going to break and get in anyone's <laughs> teeth or anything because they're the nice hard-shelled ones. The proper clams. And and there you go. It's it's basically like a one-dish meal. All right. I think it's magical. So I'm going to make it with little nut clams. <laughs> um, thank you so much for joining us today for Things Cooks Know. We'd like to thank our producer, Kristen Meinzer. If you enjoyed the episode, please subscribe on iTunes. And for a million more great cooking tips and tricks, head to realsimple.com. If you have topics you'd like us to cover next time, you can tweet them to us at Sarah P. Humphreys or at SQ Karn. We'll be back next week. 